0: Welcome to the Infinitely Aligned podcast with Emily Whiteside, a space dedicated to helping you elevate your next level income, impact, and confidence. This is for the babe who loves wine just as much as she loves green juice, who is ready to dive into all things manifestation, spirituality, and is unapologetic about what she desires and is ready to go get it. It's time for you to step into your power, manifest your life, and become infinitely aligned. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Infinitely Aligned Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Emily Whiteside, and if this is the first time you're listening to a podcast episode, I want to welcome you. Thank you for being here, and if you are somebody who regularly follows along on my podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy that you decided to push play today. So we are going to talk all about manifestation today and we're going to dive deep into manifestation into the things that people really don't think about. We think about when we think in terms of manifestation, we think that, you know, meditation, we think journaling, we think embodiment, we think all of these things. And I'm going to break that down for you because there's a lot of key elements that people miss. And of course, I don't want you to miss these key elements. So stay tuned for this episode today. But before before we get into that, I want to share with you, like always, one thing I've manifested recently and then one human moment I've had recently. Okay, so here's a really, really good example or good thing that I manifested and it's something simple but i feel like a lot of people don't realize that they're manifesting every second of the day and every choice, every decision, every belief, every thought, every emotion you have will manifest in your current present reality. So, yesterday i, you know, i can i always do yoga. I practice yoga a lot and i love 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 yoga. And i have been wanting one of my new year's goals is to get really good at the More advanced poses like crow pose and headstand. And last month I got my headstand down, um, and I'm still working on getting it like completely without like having to use the wall at first to get up. Like I can get into a complete headstand, but I need the wall to just help me like get up because I can't balance quite yet. So Still working on that, but something I have wanted to be able to do was crow pose, and I have never ever tried crow pose. And I was like, you know what? It's going to take me like a year to be able to get crow pose. And this is what happens all of the time. Like when we see somebody doing exercises that we want, we automatically get fearful like if I I can't try it because I'm going to get hurt so that's what I had in the back of my mind with crow pose I was afraid to do it because and you guys can look up that pose if you want to um if you don't know what crow pose is so I was afraid that I was going to get hurt, and I have—I just haven't even started trying. I think I tried it once, and I got too fearful to like lift my legs off the ground that I never actually tried it. The same thing happened with me a couple years ago when I started to – maybe it was three years ago when I started to do pull-ups. And I remember I got really good at pull-ups, but that was always something that I was fearful of. Like if I don't get up up in a pull-up, everybody's going to make fun of me or people are going to judge me or it's going to show like my weakness. And I got over that and I started to do pull-ups and I got really good at them. And then my goal was to do a 45-pound weight with pull-ups. So attaching that like big, huge plate to a a belt and then be able to do pull-ups with that. And I remember saying like, oh my God, there's no way. And what if I don't get up? And I'm going to look like such an idiot if I put all that weight up and I don't get up. And then one day I was just like, screw it. The worst that's going to happen is I'm not going to be able to get up. Nobody's going to laugh at me. Nobody's going to judge me. And I did it. I was able to get one or two pull-ups with 45 pounds. And then I was just like, oh my God, I could have probably done that all along. So the same thing kind of happened with crow pose yesterday where I was like, you know what? I could can probably do this. I'm super strong. And you know, I've been doing yoga for a while. So there's no way that I can't do it. It's just my fear getting in the way. So I started to just affirm to myself like I am safe. I'm going to be okay. The worst that's going to happen is I'm going to bump my head. I'm not going to break my neck. I'm not going to die. Those are the things that go through my head when I'm trying like advanced poses. And what do you know, I watched like a two minute YouTube video on like how to get into formation to be able to do it. And I went into that formation the very first try you know, it was hard for me to balance, but I kept doing it. I think I took like five tries and on my fifth try, I was able to balance and crow pose. So it took me like five minutes to do the pose. I could have done it all along. It was just my own fear getting in my way. So I'm definitely celebrating the fact that I'm advancing in my yoga practices and that I manifested that because I had to visualize myself doing it. That's always really crucial and something that I learned actually when I was a cheerleader. I was a flyer when I was a cheerleader and I'd have to do like these advanced like movement, like what I don't even remember what they're called, like twist downs or something, where they throw you in there and then you do like flips or twists or whatever. And I remember being so scared. And then I had to do like a scorpion in the air, and I was so so afraid to do that. But my dad was actually the one who taught me that if you visualize yourself doing it repeatedly, eventually you'll be able to do it. And so visualization was huge for me. And when I was in cheerleading in high school. And um, I use it now every day. Like when I'm manifesting anything, I always visualize it first. And that really helps my brain wire to what I want to achieve. So that's my manifestation. One human moment I've had recently, um, let's say right now it's almost 12 o'clock and I just took a shower. I finally put makeup on and I'm sitting in my towel recording this episode (laughs) because I just don't feel like putting clothes on right now. So I have, I usually don't start my work day until like one o'clock because I like to, like client calls and all that after one usually. And that's a new rule for 2020 actually is to not schedule my calls until after one o'clock because I always feel my best in the afternoon. And I wanna make sure that I get my workout, I get movement done and I can really take my time with my morning routine like I did today. I did like a super, super long, slow morning routine. And the best part of it was my phone died last night and I was at my boyfriend's house and I couldn't, I didn't remember to bring my charger. So when I woke up, it was dead. I had no idea what time it was because he doesn't have any of his clocks in his house programmed and I couldn't find his phone to look at it. So I, and he was still sleeping, so I just spent my morning like not really knowing what time it was and like slowly just moving throughout my day and I didn't look at my phone at all because it was dead until I got home you know around like 10 o'clock so it felt really good to just have a slow morning without the telephone you don't realize how like addicted we are to telephones until it dies and you're like oh my god why am I like still reaching for my phone so that's something I need to work on so I guess another human moment there So anyways, let's get into the episode today. We're going to talk all about manifestation and some of the things that we often neglect when we're manifesting. So we're always told that if, and I I say this too, I tell clients, I talk about it in my podcast all the time, that if you want to manifest in your desires, you have to visualize it in your head. I tell my clients to visualize what they want to come into form 30 seconds every single day. It really helps um, with the your mindset and your reticular activating system in your subconscious mind. Remember that your subconscious mind doesn't know if something is literal or if something is in your mind. It can't tell the difference. So it's important to put out what we want in our minds because your subconscious mind takes it literally. And that is how we manifest. So anyways... When we talk about manifestation, it's the visualization, it's the journaling, it's the meditation, it's the embodiment, like investing in yourself and living your life as if, and I'm going to tell you really quick, that can get dangerous. If you're living as if, but you're not being realistic either, now I'm not like a fan of realistic, you guys know I dream big and I, I totally understand that you can have wild goals and you can achieve those wild goals, but you have to be like street smart too. And living as if does not mean to book yourself vacations and buy designer clothes and buy all of this stuff if you can't even pay your bills. Like that's still going to create more scarcity. That's not living as if. I just had a coughing attack, so I had to pause the... The recording. But li- living as if does not mean to spend all of your money. Now, investing in yourself is an exception sometimes because obviously, like when I invested in my mentors, I didn't have the money at first to be investing in my mentors. And I put that on a credit card and everything like that, but it was for my highest good, right? Because I was learning, I was changing my mindset, I was diving deeper into my spirituality, and it was all serving my business or all serving my highest good. So that is why I justify that type of living as if. But I don't justify living as if that when I'm like when people are booking vacations that they literally can't afford. Because a vacation like yes, once in a while, a vacation is definitely like necessary for self-care and to really like ground in and center and you're living the emotions and feeling your way into your next level of course by doing that, but if you're consistently doing that and you're neglecting your bills, you're going to send yourself even more in scarcity mode. And when you're in scarcity mode, you're feeling fearful, you're feeling worried, you're feeling stressed about money. And there's a comes a time when like your manifestations are not going to be what you want because inside you're so stuck in scarcity mode. So it's really important to be like realistic too with living as if and embodying is everything, but you don't have it doesn't mean like living as if and embodiment does not mean let's go book you know, a month vacation to Hawaii and Fiji and stay in five-star resorts and buy all the designer clothes because I'm living as my millionaire self. Like, if you don't have the money, then don't do it. Once in a while, like, if you want to put that on a credit card and you're making it from a place of abundance and you're putting it the intention that, like, if I take this short vacation or if I take this and I put it on a credit card, it will... Leave me more room to be expansive and be creative and allow more flow, and therefore I'll make more money. And as soon as I make more money, it will go toward that credit card and I will pay that vacation off. That I can justify. But when you just put everything on a credit card and say, you know what, someday I'm going to be a millionaire, someday I'm going to be a millionaire, and all of a sudden your credit cards are maxed out, and you know, you haven't paid your bills in six months, and your water's getting shut off. Like, no, that is not living as if. That is like just putting you're just relying on not even relying on yourself there because you're not in your power so that's embodiment just means that you're feeling it's the emotions that you get and it's the decisions that you make from a place of abundance so for example it, embodiment might be you know I'm going to decide to meditate today because my highest self meditates every single day and she does her morning routine every single day or I'm going to embody my highest self by saying no to the people who you know are toxic in my life and I'm going to shut those people out or I'm going to stop settling here or settling there or I'm going to start moving my body more that's all about embodiment it doesn't mean that you have to go spend money that you don't have now yes investing in yourself is important but Remember guys, like it's not always 120% necessary to invest in yourself. And like, I'm saying this from a place of truth and vulnerability that like, yes, I 100% believe that you have, you don't have to invest in yourself, but I believe that investing in yourself, well, you do have to invest in yourself, whether it's through books or through mentors or through whatever, um, you owe, you should be investing in yourself. You have to be investing in yourself. That's important for any type of growth that you want to have—spiritual growth, happiness, fulfillment. You know, your next level in your business, the next level in your body. Like, yes, invest in yourself. It makes you feel good. It empowers you to make that, make the decisions that are going to help you. Um, and it just takes a lot quicker if you invest in somebody that can help you. It's like night and day. Um, but I think that there's this big stigma out there that. In the world of business, I don't see it in fitness, and I don't necessarily see it in spirituality. I see it in business a lot, and I'm going to talk on it because I feel like nobody really talks about this, and I guess I'm getting off on a little tangent here, and it's not super related to manifestation, but it kind of is. So I think out there, like if you have a business and you're in the the business aspect of things, and I I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? What? like I don't agree with her and a lot of people wouldn't agree with me but I'm gonna speak my truth because I think 2020 for me is all about vulnerability it's all about being myself and being true and I'm not here to be like anybody else anymore and I feel like I did that a lot Um, not knowingly like subconsciously I kind of like the way I thought was because of what other people told me to think and now I'm really stepping into my truth and I'm just gonna share it all and not feel bad about it so um, I think that there's this like stigma out there that The more and more and more higher level investments you do, the better off you're going to be. So I totally am here for the people who have no money and they want to see success in their business and they hire a business coach or they hire a mindset coach or they hire a spiritual coach or they hire a fitness coach to help them feel better or to help them get through this wall totally here for it. I've done the same thing and I'm telling you it it helps a ton. It makes time speed up. But out there I think in business especially that people are like bragging and bragging about all the high level investments that they make and they feel better about themselves or they feel like they're higher level with the higher level investment coaches that they make. So it's almost like I feel like people are In a way, bragging when they have like they spend like thirty thousand dollars on a a mindset coach or a business coach, and they're like, "I just invested thirty thousand dollars in my business." Like that is great if you're making that from a place of like abundance and from a place of like I have the money or I know exactly how I'm going to pay this off and it's okay. And you're in a place of empowerment when you make those high level investments. That's great, and I think that's awesome. But what I see a lot of the time is. Other people who are not in their position feel guilty that they're not investing in themselves and they feel like they're less than because they can't afford a $30,000 coach and they're, you know, it's just this like big thing around it that you always have to be investing in high level mentors and sometimes where like, I think coaches, obviously I'm a coach, I think coaches are amazing and they do amazing, amazing work, but I don't think Every single second of your life, you have to have a coach. I think we go through seasons. And it's okay to not always have a coach. Right now, <coughs> in my life, I think this last like, half of the year um, of 2019, I didn't have a coach at all. I didn't have a one-on-one coach at all. Because I didn't need it. I had invested in many one-on-one coaches, and I'm in a place of, like, I know who I am. I know what works for me. I trust my intuition. I trust my guidance. And I do courses, you know, that that I'm aligned with that can help propel that a little bit forward, but it's not something I rely on. Like, rely on you, you guys. I think coaches and programs are 100% necessary and helpful, but your true power comes from within. Like your true knowing is all, it's all you. A coach doesn't, isn't the one who gets you clients. A coach isn't the one who gets you money. You're the one who does that. A coach just empowers you to see that you can do it. So I guess what I'm just trying to say is make smart decisions based off of abundance and not from a place of scarcity. It makes the world of a difference. Like every time now that I invest in something, it's because I genuinely know that it will help me, but I'm not relying on it. Like I know it's going to be like the sprinkles on top of a cupcake instead of like the batter of a cupcake. I'm the batter. I'm the frosting too. So it's just sprinkles and like a little cherry on top. And that's how you have to go into investments is like, yes, it's empowering you, but you're the place of empowerment. You're the one who is like the power. So anyways, back to talking about manifestation. So, we rely heavily on, like I said, the journaling and the meditation and the embodiment. But a huge, huge part of manifestation that I think a lot of people neglect is the exercise part of things. It's the feeling good. Like, if you want your desires to manifest, you guys, it's not about visualizing the 10 clients every single second of the day. Or it's not about visualizing the dream body every second of the day because sometimes we that can send us into scarcity mode. I know that when I was struggling in my business and because the business was always a thing that I, really wanted to manifest it was like I put in a chokehold almost we all have those things that like we really really desperately want so we kind of chokehold the manifestations and other things manifest a lot easier so my relationship like my dream man the the man that I'm dating now that manifested super easily and the my body like that manifested super easily so I mean at one point it didn't because I had all these like horrible beliefs and things and but once I changed that now today like I can eat whatever I want I can exercise how I want and my body is always this like beautiful body and I love it and it's super easy to manifest in my my fitness goals but at one point just like my body at one point my business was the same way now my business is fine it's consistent it's all good but I did like having to visualize 10 clients every single day it would always send me into scarcity mode because I would instantly go to like oh my god i don't have the 10 clients that's where my mind would instantly go to so what i had to do is just focus on being joyful and being happy and that's the truth of it like it's not if if visualizing and if meditating on something causes you more scarcity or more lack then just focus on being overall happy and being overall joyful. So this is where exercise comes in because a lot of the times we neglect exercise. We we neglect the physical body and the physical body is such a huge aspect of manifestation. It's like a third of the piece of manifestation. So you have to be able to move your body. I mean, nobody has ever gone to the gym and got in a really sweaty, intense workout and left the gym feeling even more negative. You feel good after you sweat a lot. Like I know like going there you might not feel good and going there and doing it might feel like a headache but after, after you've sweated it out when you're really angry or really frustrated, you feel so much better. And that's the biggest part of manifestation is feeling good. The more that you feel good in your life right now, the more that you're going to be grateful for the things that you have and the more frequency you send out to the universe that this is the state that you wanna be in, this is your natural state And because of that, you send out even more frequencies of getting things, of getting your desires, receiving your desires that are in that same frequency, like the money, like the clients, like the dream body, like the relationship. So it's all about filling up your cup fully, and your desires are always just a byproduct of that. Your desires always come as a byproduct of being super, super happy. So if you're in a place right now where you feel like you're bad at manifesting, then just Focus on you. Focus on filling up your cup completely and feeling whole completely and feeling happy right now because you decide it, not because you're manifesting in success in your business, not because you're manifesting in a relationship. Do it because you decide to feel happy now and know that when I'm feeling happy now, that's when things can come with ease because I'm in full state of surrender. I'm not trying to choke hold my manifestation results. That's not how it works. The universe teaches us lessons for a reason and I know one of my biggest lessons was to learn that I needed to be fully guided that I needed to get to a place of happiness before anything came and I struggled you know for a couple years in my business to see consistency and the reason being is because I was putting all of my reliance of happiness on my business I was only happy when my business was thriving I was a miserable Person and scared and worried and frustrated when my business wasn't thriving. And that's such a toxic relationship to be in with like the universe or with your business. You don't want to have your self worth relying on business or relying on a relationship or relying on anything but you. So focus on being happy and exercise is such a big aspect of that. And same with the journaling, but doing like the journaling prompts and the meditation because you're just trying to be happy inside of you not because you're trying to manifest in something and if at times it feels good to visualize what you want to manifest and then do it that's fine but don't you don't have to do it every single day you don't have if it doesn't feel good so it's all about like just focusing on what feels really really good um and Doing that in your physical body, when you're stressed out, when you're worrying, when you're in the opposite feelings of abundance and joy and love, that means you're out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment and you're feeling low, sitting on the couch and watching Netflix is not a remedy to feel better. Once in a while it can be, but for me, it's like in, for 99% of people, actually I think all people who might just not realize it. It's exercise that you need, like making sure that you're getting movement in every single day is so, so important. That's why I make sure that I get movement in my day before I work at all, because that's when I'm feeling my most inspired and my most creative. So that's exactly why I decided to release the Fit Vibe Tribe, and I want to talk about this for a second because it goes against a lot of the things that I used to do in 2019 and in 2018 in my business. Now, for what you guys know for the most part is that I am or was or like called myself a business coach, and I've really like never fully wanted to step into that name wholeheartedly because I love the other aspects of how I preach business. And I always tell people that when I was a fitness coach, it was so similar to when I was a business coach because in both ways, I was doing, the basis of both of them was physical fitness, obviously, but in business coaching, that was huge for me as well. It was a very holistic approach to um, guidance and to spirituality and, you know, just empowerment and feeling empowered inside of you and confidence and all that stuff. That's really where my coaching stems from. That's what I teach. That's what I preach. Now, I over the years, I went from fitness coaching to business coaching, but it was similar in the fact that although now I'm no longer doing the fitness coaching and giving people exercises, now I'm helping the entrepreneur who wants to see success in their business. So it was just kind of like shining a light in a different area or having like a different almost niche and in 2020 I had well I guess it was 2019 when I was setting my new year's goals I really and if you guys listen to my I think my latest episode I threw out my new year's goals but and I just rewrote them into something simpler because all the basis of my new year's goals is to be happy and that's really my new year's eve or my new year's new year's goals is to be happy but as I was like kind of setting like goals and really thinking about 2020 what I wanted to step into was no longer feeling like I had to niche down and there was a lot of things when I was quote-unquote business coaching that I didn't like I didn't like the fact that people felt like they had to have me or else that they would fail like I was their everything almost Um, a lot of the times I felt like people were relying on me so heavily because they were in such a place of scarcity and that's not what I want. Like I want people to feel empowered and knowing that they are the empowered ones, that they are the ones that, you know, get the clients and I'm just here to guide them. So I found that there was a lot of scarcity in business coaching. Um, not all the time. I mean, most of my clients were really, really awesome, but It is like, I know for me personally, it was a touchy subject for me as well when I was going through it. I understand the heartache. I understand how hard it is and how stressful it is. So I guess in the Fit Vibe tribe, you know, it's really what I stand for. It's really like the holistic approach to anything that you desire. So if you kind of like desire, you know, a relationship or just spiritual growth or happiness or success in your business or money or A new career opportunity or finding yourself or whatever it is, I wanna be there, right? Like, I wanna help people through everything, not just business. I wanna help people feel their absolute best. And that's kind of where I was getting hung up a lot. So, I think it was before, excuse me, before New Year's Day, I made this post on Facebook and Instagram just saying that I'm not calling myself a business coach because I don't resonate with it. Not because I still don't help entrepreneurs. I do. I mean, a lot of my. My clients are entrepreneurs, but I don't want people to think that you have to be an entrepreneur to receive this spiritual growth and to feel happy and to receive in abundance. You don't. A lot of people don't really want to be an entrepreneur. They just want to feel fulfilled. They want to feel passion. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for everybody. So the Fit Vibe tribe was something that I wanted people to, uh, it to be open to people who may be entrepreneurs and may not be entrepreneurs but they just want to be happy they want to be in alignment they want to connect to their truth they want to connect to guidance and they wanted to make this investment a smaller investment than anything i had done before because i don't believe that you always have to invest thousands and thousands of dollars to see results and i feel for the people who just need to feel happy and want to feel happy and want to become come into alignment but don't necessarily they're just not ready to make a large investment i mean i have the large investment for people who are there and people who are really ready to expand but the fit vibe tribe is something that means like everything to me it's everything i've ever done to be where i am today to feel happy and to feel inner confidence and to feel my power and just know that i'm guided and be able to like go through the spiritual journey of like never ever being able to manifest or meditate before, to learning to meditate, to manifesting a life that used to be in my wildest dreams, and then to be able to speak to my um, spiritual guides and everything like that. And it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. So I wanted to be able to bring that to people. And that's why I designed the Fit Vibe Tribe. It was something that was always, not against, but always different than what I have done in the past. And Right now, as of right now, I don't know what the rest of 2020 holds, but this is everything to me, and this is one of my biggest offers that I'm going to be offering. So, you know, if you haven't heard of the Fit Vibe Tribe yet, what it is is it's really about feeling good. That's how you manifest. Manifestation is about feeling good every single day. It's about being high vibration. When your normal state is high vibration, that is when you are open to receive more and more abundance, open to receive the things that you want with ease. It's all about feeling good. If you're sitting in your days and you're stressed out and you're worried about where the money is coming from or or you're worried about what you're gonna eat next, I mean, that's not life, that's not living. I mean, that's not a life I would choose to live in, right? I wanna live in a, a place in a universe where everything is just fun and expansive and growth and it's just beautiful and passionate. And you do that by being happy and choosing to be happy every single day. So that's why I created the Fit Vibe Tribe. This is what it does and this is how you do it. If you're feeling negative, you have to notice what emotions you're even feeling that day. A lot of the times people push that under the rug. They don't even realize that they're feeling negative that day. They don't even realize that they're in fear of The root of their fear is like, you know, a relationship problem or money. And then they just blame it on everything else throughout their day. They say, oh, it's because of my job or oh, it's because I got in a fight with so-and-so. But they never get down to the true root and then it spirals. So the first thing is to really realize, what am I feeling today? That's step number one to get back into high vibes is like taking responsibility for the feeling that you feel. So if you feel negative... It's just being like, okay, I feel negative. Well, why do I feel negative? Well, I feel negative because blah, 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 blah. And then you get down to like, maybe it's you're really just frustrated. That's what you're feeling. You're feeling frustration. So with that, what we can do is because you feel frustrated, because you brought it to light, we can easily get to the next level on our emotional guidance system. We can easily creep up the, the vibration scale to feel better. And if you've that you're feeling frustrated, let's say, then you go in to the Fit Vibe tribe into your little membership. Um, you, you, you use your username and your password and you type it in and you click on the emotion that you're feeling that day. So maybe it's like, I'm feeling frustrated today. You click on the frustration tab, and then you'll have a list of workouts to do from feeling frustrated. And your list of workouts, I mean, they range from anything from like, you know, a leg circuit to um, just to get that, your body to move and to sweat it out, literally sweat it out. So you choose that workout. Let's say you choose the leg circuit workout for month number one. And before you do the workout, there's a mantra that you recite. And the reason that we recite this mantra is not only to set the intention to release the emotion through exercise, but also to tell the universe that you don't want to feel this anymore, that you're ready to feel better. And then through exercise, which is a spiritual practice, you're able to feel better and climb up that emotional guidance scale. And then afterward, whether you choose to do this directly after or you choose this, choose to do the meditation Um, you know, later in the day, it doesn't matter, or you can do it even beforehand. It doesn't matter. I personally like to do the meditations right after my workouts, because that's when I feel like I'm my most open and I'm feeling really good because I just sweated a lot. So then you do the meditation and all while your vibration is just increasing. Instead of living in that frustration for your entire day or an entire week, you're getting it through your body. You're understanding it. And so that's a major aspect of what the Fit Vibe Tribe is. There's workouts based on, you know, feeling joyful when you do feel good. There's workouts based on feeling exhausted. I mean, your workouts are different every single day. Sometimes I'm pushing my body. Sometimes I'm doing yoga. Sometimes my exercise is just going for a walk. And I know a lot of the questions people get is like, I don't know what my body's really telling me to do. And this will help you do that because it's really connecting to your body and connecting to your intuition. And the second part about the Fit Vibe Tribe, which is my one of my favorite parts. I guess that's all my favorite. But every single month, there are there's a new theme. So, like the very first month that you join the Fit Vibe Tribe, you will receive the modules. It's like trainings based on. Um, based on connecting to your body and to aligning to yourself. So every single month is a new theme all in terms of spirituality and diving deeper into you and your truth and really uncovering and having that coaching alongside of like having the the training coaching, the fitness coaching. So it's a really awesome thing. There's journal prompts in there, there's meditations and mantras, there's tons of workouts to do and every single month the trainings change. The workouts change, the meditations change, and the mantras change. So it's a really, really beautiful space, and it's ninety nine dollars a month. So you know, it makes you have you get the coaching for spirituality, whether you do have a business and your goals are to get massive amounts of money it's going to help you do that because you're going to be feeling good on a regular basis. The only thing that keeps you from your desires is because you're feeling bad about them, because you're spending your time in worry and fear and stress and doubt instead of empowerment and abundance. When you're in a place of true happiness, everything else just comes because you're inspired. You're doing the things that you should do. You're taking inspired action. So If you're interested in this, send me a message either on Facebook or Instagram. And remember that this is not just for somebody who has a business. This is open for everybody. This is open for any woman. It's for women only, but any woman who really feels like she's ready, just to be herself finally and feel confident and step into that place it's an amazing program and you know I've already had people join it it doesn't even launch until February um I don't have a specific launch date yet because I'm still working on all the technical side of things but it's going to be a beautiful beautiful thing and I cannot wait like you can you know reserve your spot now sign up for the wait list if you want to um, but a lot of people have already joined. And again, like if you join now, you're not right as of this month of January, because this is where it gets kind of confusing. It officially launches in February. So I get this question all the time, like, okay, but if I join now, then am I am I paying an extra $100, but not even receiving anything in return? And absolutely not. If you join now for $100, in February, your payment won't come out if that makes sense. So you're gonna pay for it now to hold your spot, but in February you won't pay anything and then the payments will come back up in March for you. And again, you can cancel any time too. I'm um, just putting that out there. And you can join anytime. So, you know, if January isn't the time that you want to join, but you want to join in February, you can join in February. It's a membership. It's an amazing thing. You're going to get so many results out of it. And I just cannot wait to put it out there and to give this to you guys. I'm so excited for it. It's like one of my, my most favorite things I've ever done before. And I'm so happy that it all came to fruition January 1st. Like, how crazy is that? It's been such an amazing first week of my you know, this is, yeah, this is still the first week, I believe, of the new year. Maybe it's in the, oh, it's in the second week already. Holy cow. So when you guys listen to this, it'll probably be like the third week in um, the new year. But anyways, uh, what was I going, going to say? Anyways, this is crazy because I had manifested my dream townhome. And this is something that I was trying to get out of my system, but I couldn't understand what it was going to be. I knew that there was something there, but I just couldn't tell what it was until like, I think it was December 31st. It really like was like, okay, this is exactly what I'm doing. So it's super exciting. Um, anyways, if you guys want to join the fit vibe tribe, just send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. Once I do have a like page, a website open for it, I'll put it in the show notes as well. So I'll put my Facebook and my Instagram in the show notes. You can message me. And then later on, if you're listening to this in February or March, there will be just a page that you can click and you can sign up right through that link. Um, but if you have any questions, of course, just reach out. So anyways, guys, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I want to say a special thank you to anyone who is leaving a review. I know I was getting like really, um, people were submitting reviews and I was having trouble because they're not showing through on my page. But you guys are sending me screenshots of your reviews. You're sending me that you're sending the five stars. Some of the reviews are going through and I can read them and they make me so happy. And every time you guys Um, share this on your Facebook or your Instagram or in your stories, it brings me light and love and it makes me so freaking happy. So if you continue to do that, I'm going to continue to send you all of my love. Anyways, you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening today and I will catch you in the next episode.